ready for this? I got one thing to say. Uh... Inside the ring. Outside the ring. That I just happen to be the greatest wrestling machine alive. It's all here. What a mega matchup. Universal Wrestling Podcast. I like this kind of party, baby. Welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. On this episode, I had the pleasure to speak with Nick Harrison, a.k.a. Mr. Professor 318 on TikTok and all other platforms. Yes, the Nick Harrison. And it was such a good conversation, such a good time. And of course, you may know him as the professor that does the theme song entrances on TikTok, but he is absolutely positively more than just that. He's one of a kind. He is kind. He is humble. He is unapologetically himself. And in my opinion, a role model. Welcome to the show. I appreciate it. How are you doing today? We're doing great. How are you? Great, man. Great. First, I want to congratulate you. I saw you're moving into an administrative position. Congrats on that, sir. I appreciate it. You know, education is a true passion of mine and to be able to move into the administration portion of it, it means a lot to me. So I'm very excited. Yeah. And I know many people know you as the uh, the guy on TikTok, but for others that may not know you as well, you did teach, right? What did you teach? First, I taught uh, theater at Grandma State University for seven years. Then I left that to go into elementary education. And I taught uh, English language arts at uh, Minnie Ruffin Elementary for another seven years after that. Yeah, this is going to be my first administrative position. What did your students think about their professor being TikTok famous? Uh, it just depends on the student that you ask. Some say they don't care. Some yeah. find it really interesting. And then some will say, you know, uh, how is it that you're verified and I'm not? Like Some just don't understand. For the most part, they've started to kind of come to grips with it and have gotten more comfortable with it than they were at the beginning. I think TikTok's awesome and how popular it got. It's it's really amazing. How did you get started? Uh, well, when I first downloaded the app, I immediately deleted it because I thought it was a kid's app. Looked at it and thought it was just a bunch of teenage kids dancing and figured I would be put on a watch list if I kept it on my phone. So I yeah. deleted it immediately. Uh, but once the pandemic started uh, and uh, I had friends who were kind of you know, who uh, were into it and yeah. said, you know, you would be good on it. I said, I don't know. I've tried it before and it, it just didn't like it. So they didn't like, no, you didn't like it. So I actually gave it a chance and uh, started to enjoy like the comedy side of it. Then fell upon wrestling TikTok and uh, education, you know, teacher TikTok. And uh, that has kind of propelled me to where I am now with a little bit of music on the way. Speaking of wrestling, when did you become a wrestling fan? Well, when I was a little kid, uh, my uncle sat me down. I was in diapers. My uncle sat me down and uh, put me in front of the TV and he started watching wrestling. And I watched around along with him. 
you know, he was into the NWA, WCW type stuff because I'm from the South. I live in Louisiana. So that was a lot of what we watched. But, uh, you know, WWE, WWF uh, type stuff uh, started to creep in later and later, especially getting around the Attitude Era and so much. But before that, still. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, started doing, getting into the indie type stuff and Ring of Honor and uh, New Japan and all that. And the love has just grown and grown from the time I was very small child and I, I i truly do have a love for not just uh professional wrestling as a fan but also the business i think it's wonderful yeah well i think i think it's interesting no, let me let me back up speaking of today's product do you do you have any current favorite storylines favorite wrestlers do you keep up with AEW, WWE, did you see Survivor Series? You know, I do a lot of traveling, especially when I was getting ready to come up here. I did not get a chance to watch all the Survivor Series. I need to go back to watch Survivor Series in full gear. Uh, I try to keep up with the AEW and WWE storylines and storylines outside of this. Well, Impact, GCW, that kind of thing. Just try to follow along, you know, what everybody's doing, you know, the interesting storylines and plot lines and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, really loving what they're doing with uh, Roman and the Bloodline. Uh, Big E's WWE title run. I think it's very interesting to see the opponents that are popping up, especially what's going on with him and Seth right now. It's uh, fantastic. And, uh, you know, it was a shame to see what happened at the Barclays Center last night with Seth. But, you know, you know it's good that he's okay. And, you know, yeah. I, I, I watched that and said to myself, you know, if, I, if that was back in the day, that guy would have got a red check beating to him. So yeah. he's very, very lucky that he, you know, that he's in the position that he's in now. Um, yeah. NXT 2.0, I like as well. Uh, I, I like a lot of the storylines that are going on with that. Uh, of course, with AEW, just, you know, the continuing uh, saga of uh, the elite and the super click. And now, uh, yeah, uh, Eggman has the uh, AEW World Championship. Uh, and that's very interesting. Phenomenal. Uh, just, you know, the stuff what they're going to see, what do with CM Punk from week to week. Yeah. Uh, all of that is very interesting. I'm really interested in the storyline right now in AEW with Dante Martin, Leo Rush, and uh, I'm a big Yeah, I'm a big Leo fan. I, I'm interested to see exactly what they're going to do with that. But yeah, there's a lot that's going on with AEW right now and WWE and really wrestling yeah. in general. It's just a great time to be a wrestling fan. I've said it so many times on this podcast. It's not about competition. It's about professional wrestling. It's about the fans getting what we wanted. You know, we wanted the alternative for how many years we finally got it. It's not about competition. It's about us enjoying it. Let's get back to TikTok. Take me through your journey. Take me through a day of creating that video. You know, the last one you just did, I think, was Hangman Adam Page, which was phenomenal. Where does that come from? Were you always, you know, walking into the classroom doing some entrances? Because I know when I was younger, I would walk down the ramp like Vince McMahon. That's just what wrestling fans do. I don't know. Maybe we're a little different, but take me through a day of creating a TikTok video. Well, you know, at times it's the students that come up with the ideas. Sometimes I'm the one that come up with the comes up with the ideas. Mostly it's me who comes up with the ideas. We say, yeah. Uh, I. I love, I have a deep, like I said, I have a deep love for professional wrestling and some of the kids uh, are really interested in it as well. So using that as a tool in the classroom to pique their interest and stuff and kind of relate it to what you're doing with the lesson uh, is always beneficial and it, uh, it brings engagement to the classroom. And that's, yeah. what you're looking for, uh, you know, engagement of your students. 
I I do enjoy to do that stuff from time to time. I'll I'll tell you a little inside baseball. Uh oh. There's not you know a lot of the times that I do those entrances, the students aren't actually in there. Okay. Because of school rules and regulations, and when you are and are not able to do stuff like that, uh, they've been more lenient with me than they have in the past with others because of everything that's going on. And you yeah. know, I, I I always get re- I, I got releases from any student that wanted to be in videos with me this school year. I made sure that it was uh, cool with my office and with the folks in the district that everything was above board. You know, I'm of not course. gonna be creating content. That first of all, I'm not going to do it when I'm like super duper on the clock, and you know, it, if it's intruding on my class time, like if I, if my kids are able to do their work and we're doing just a small, quick something, then it's fine. Yeah, but thirty usually, seconds. If doing, yeah, if I'm doing something that's in the school, it's after school, it's before school starts, it's when I'm off the clock, it's during my break. Yeah, just on your time. Yeah, just make sure that everything is up on the up and up and above board. But a lot of times it's just, you know, what am I feeling at the time? You know, it's all ebb and flow type stuff. The Hangman Adam Page one was because he won the AEW yeah. World Championship full gear. So it was right after that. It's always, you know, yeah. some, something that inspires me. I was at a friend's house. That, at my, I was at my girlfriend's house today, and she had uh, some chickens. And I, you know, she, I thought chickens, Coco beware, the bird, yeah. the bird, with the chickens. And I posted that one today. You know, it's just yeah. stream of consciousness, what's happening that day. And I think that's why you're so popular too. I mean, honestly, it's from the heart. It's funny. You know, it's something enjoyable. It's entertaining. So for that, I appreciate you. If I told you I would be doing a podcast a year ago, I would say you're pretty crazy. How do you feel about being, you know, this popular. I mean, did you ever think you would get this popular? Oh, it makes me sick to my stomach that you would even say that word popular. Let me clarify. When I say it makes me sick to my stomach, you know, when I hear the word popular, it's like this, that is never what this was intended to be. Like this was never intended to be, you know, I was never, I, I didn't get on TikTok to become TikTok famous. I got on TikTok because there were people who asked me to get on because there are people who were going through a pandemic. There are people who look for something, you know, to brighten their day, to make them smile, to make them laugh, to make things better than they were at that moment. And that's a thing for me. I want to make every day better than the day before. So it's not a thing about me wanting to be popular, me wanting to be famous. No, I never went into this thinking that I was going to be popular. Anytime somebody told me you're going to do great on TikTok, I was like, you got to be out of your mind. You know, if somebody told me, if you told me a year ago today or even like a couple months ago today that I would be sitting on the precipice of a million followers on TikTok and be verified, I'd, I'd say that you were insane. When I did the bump, I wasn't verified yet. I was not verified when I was on the bump. And I didn't realize that where I was at that time, as far as followers, as far as popularity, was going to grow from that point. Because to me, I was like, this is the height. This is as far as it's going to go. I'm going to be on the bump. It's going to be great. People are going to see it. And people are going to see me and be like, oh, that's the guy from the bump. And the next thing you know, I'm on SmackDown. I'm yeah. retweeted by the biggest wrestlers in the world. PWI number one, Kitty Omega retweeted. <laughs> Seth freaking Rollins retweeted. The boss, Sasha Banks retweeted. Rhea Ripley, the nightmare retweeted. It's crazy. AEW themselves duetting my videos three times. You, I would have told you you were out of your freaking mind if yep. you told me that this is the stuff that would be going on in my life right now. So it just... I never went. It's like betting a dollar 
and winning a million dollars. It's never what you intended. And yeah. the rest of it is just land yet. Yeah. You know, I thought I was going to get two. I ended up getting a mill. It's just crazy. I'm very thankful for the position that I'm in now. I'm very blessed. I try to stay humble as best yeah. as I possibly can, no matter how many people like I'm in. I'm here now and I got people messaging me on Twitter talking about, oh, my God, I have to meet you. We have to take <laughs> pictures of both. I'm like, it was yeah. never a thing that I intended on, but I'm just very thankful that I'm being given the opportunity that I am now. Yeah. And I honestly don't think it could have happened to a better person. Speaking of the bump, how was that experience? It was surreal for me. Yeah. Uh, like the entire experience of being contacted by the WWE. And I was talking about this with a couple of friends of mine the other day. You know, I was in the middle of teaching a class and got a message from the WWE. They had seen my Undertaker video yeah. uh, with my class. And they were like, and they started following me. First of all, they started following me, which was crazy because they only follow <laughs> like a handful of people. The only way they could be sending me a message is they follow me. And then they were like, do you want to be on the bunk? A wave of emotions just I bet. crashed into me at that time. Because, you know, that's everybody, you know, you're a wrestling fan. WWE, like yeah. a platform like that is the dream. That's like the end all be all. But to have them contact you and say, come hang out with us and talk for a while. And, uh, you know, they've been, they've been, the guys from the bump have been, all been super supportive of me and uh, everything that I've done so far. Shout out to Matt Camp and yeah, Ryan cool. Uh They're, they're both, they're just, and uh, Evan Mack too, just, Great, great guy. And Kayla Braxton. Just Kayla, great, great, yeah. great, 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 great people. And I'm just so thankful to them for their love and support. And uh, a lot of support from the AEW folks as well. Yeah. You know, just so thank you. But the bump was the bump, man. Yeah. The best. I, I had such a great time. And I've been on twice again since then in oh, some nice. fashion. They have showed... Uh, and I did a video on it. They did, they showed my Samoa Joe video to Samoa Joe while he was on the Oh, bump. that was and one of my favorite it, videos. It, it, that was just so yeah. cool, man. Like, I'm getting messages that day. Like, did you know that you they uh, showed your video to Samoa Joe? I said, shut up. And I put it on <laughs> during class that day. Yeah. And I stopped class for a second so the kids could see it. Because I think that's an inspirational thing, you know. I, you oh, know, yeah. I tell them all the time. When I was in the class with them, I would tell them all the time, all you guys, you aspire to be content creators. This is proof that you can do it without first yep. words or vulgar language, you know, without vulgar language, without having to, you know, do stuff that is lewd and lascivious. You can just be yourself. Yeah. Be clean, be natural. Yes. And people gravitate toward it because you will find your, uh, your following. And that's just, that, I think that's just cool. What are some of the, some of your favorite things you've been able to do to be able to grow my Twitter and Instagram presence has been really cool because those are also avenues in which you can get, you know, the message out, yeah. but just in different ways, uh, uh, being able to connect with people from all over the world, being able to meet new friends, interesting friends, yeah. uh, people, you know, I've actually been able to meet in real life, talk to have conversations, become friends with, it's so beneficial and rewarding to be able to have those kinds of experiences with people. Yeah. And to expand and broaden your horizons to so many different things. Uh, yeah. Just a lot of, you know, all of the retweets and the messages and being able to, you know, become cool with, you know, people that you admired 
uh, you know, from growing up and growing into the adult that you are now, yeah. um, be uh, connecting with uh, like Frank Caliendo from Mad TV. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I've gotten to, you know, go back and forth with him and talk to him through DMs and stuff. And he's just a really awesome guy. Jonathan yeah. Davis born. Uh, Matt Bronger, a really famous comedian and actor. Uh, Will Sasso, also from Mad TV and another really funny comedian and actor. And who uh, was big into wrestling, too. You know, he had his stuff with Bret Hart and WCW back in the day. Stone Cold Steve Austin, that kind of thing. He's He's a guy that is you know is there are you know there are more wrestling fans than you think and some yeah. of them are very big and prominent people who are really into it and think it's hilarious and so they get into it and they get into the stuff that i do in my content yeah. so it's always you know fun to see their reactions to it and to interact with the actual you know performers wrestlers uh it's, it's it means a lot to yeah. me being a fan so i'm just very fortunate and thankful that i've had that opportunity you brought it up earlier with your students about giving them advice doing things clean professional no cursing on tiktok what advice would you give people who are not your students that might want to follow in your footsteps be who you are don't force anything don't try to just follow trends to get famous or to get notable get notoriety or for people to look at you you know, be who you are and unap- unapologetically be who you are. I love it. Live your truth. Walk in your purpose. You know, you're, you're following your people. And this is what I tell them all the time. Your audience will find you. You know, if there's something that you like, talk about it. Yeah. And people who like that will be like, hey, somebody else like me. Because social media right now, more than ever, especially a form like TikTok, is people who want to be seen. And I don't mean physically seen, I don't mean on the internet scene. I mean, they want people to see who they truly are and connect with it. Because we always like to see that other side of the mirror where somebody is like us. And we can say, this person likes the thing that I like. This person is instant. I'm not alone in this world and that's where we were when i first started on tiktok during the pandemic people were locked up in the house they literally felt alone in this world because they were alone in their house and couldn't really communicate with other people except through like screens and stuff yeah so this was how we connected with each other this is still how we connect with each other now it was a way that we found how to connect with people and show them who we truly are and for them to be able to look back at us and say, I relate, I see you, I feel you, I I understand because I'm going through the same thing. I love it. What a great message too. I mean, I know you're super busy, but you do have a future in the podcast industry. I would subscribe to that. What is next for Nick Harrison? Flying by the seat of my pants here. I'm just doing stuff that I think is funny and that I enjoy yeah. and I hope that other people will enjoy as well and if they do enjoy and interact with it like I did a video the other day of me uh, headbanging to uh, uh, Beastie Boys Fight for Your Right to Party yeah. it's like at almost 2 million views like it's just me yeah. doing what I would usually do in the Being car you, anyway. yeah. 
But yep. because so many people are like, I always do that to that song. I yes, I see. I do that all the time. I feel you. I love this guy. I want to party with you. Like people connect to stuff like that because they do the same thing. Yeah, and they want to be able to connect with other people who have like interests and who do the kind of same kind of things that they do. So it's just it's a way to connect and be a you know that's what's next for me connecting with my father. That's what's next for Nick Harris, connecting with his with his community. Nick, one more question. I know the Rumble's pretty far away. Do you have anyone in mind? I mean, I'm loving what Austin Theory's doing right now, so that's my pick. But what do you think? The Rumble is always about momentum. Who's going into January with the most momentum? And who can you really see coming out on top? Because it's always like a handful of guys from each show that you could look at and say, this could be the guy. This is the one that we want. So first of all, if you got if your guy wins the rumble, is it gonna be a guy that you think should challenge Big E or a guy that you think should challenge Roman? Yeah, because Roman ain't they already have like if they if you think they already have somebody in mind for Roman, then the question is who is it that you would put against Big E? Yeah. And there and vice versa. If they already got somebody in mind for Big E, then who do you think they're gonna put against Roman? Yeah. It's got to be somebody who, because if it was, if Big E wasn't the WWE champion right now, and you asked me this question, I would say I think Big E's going to win. Yeah. So, so who's a guy like that? Who's because next? Seth is about to get his championship opportunity against Big E. Yep. So, I mean, you would think that maybe it's not Seth. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a guy like AJ who needs to break out his own. Maybe it's Omos. Yeah, and you know you have Omos going to the Rumble, and he ends up winning it, and then you're trying to push him because he looks like a world beater. Yeah, so, you know who is your guy that you think could really come out on top? I don't have a great answer. I can give, yeah. I can name you like a handful of guys that I I wouldn't mind seeing winning, and one of them would be Omos just to see. Um, yeah. Kevin Owens is another guy. So yeah. I, there's that. Uh, if we look over on the SmackDown side, uh, King Woods is on a heck of a run right now. Ooh. So maybe is he ever? That. How crazy would it be if King Woods, you know, he does his thing on SmackDown, ends up uh, taking a turn, goes into the Rumble, wins it, and then you have King Woods versus Big E. Ooh. And you got Kofi stuck in the middle trying to figure, you know, decide, you know, exactly yeah. what he's going to do. I think that's high drama. And I think yeah. that, that, that those guys, all three of them, with what they've done over the past couple of years in the WWE, uh, they could really take that and run with it yeah. and make it a heck of a storyline and something that, you know, could really catapult Raw. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of different ways, because when you see stuff like that and you're on the roster and you're on TV, you want to kind of step your game up. So it, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see how they play all of that out. But that's just a couple of guys that I could possibly see winning it. And yeah. it can some, be somebody that jumps up from here to now because yeah. it's, uh, it's that portion of the year where you start to push people to that get hot for the yeah. So We will see. They had the opportunity when – Biggie broke away from the New Day to do something, but they didn't. He was still, you know, New Day member when Kofi and Woods were on Raw and he was on SmackDown. So maybe they're building that to WrestleMania, man. That would be awesome. Nick, 
Give the people what they want. How can they find you? Uh, all social media at Mr. Professor 318. You can find me there on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, if you search it on Facebook and YouTube, you'll be able to find the pages there as well. Got it. Um, then you can find me on Bourbon Street in about 15 minutes. Uh, Nick, it's been an honor and a privilege. Thank you so much for being on the show. You truly are an inspiration, so uh, I really appreciate it. You can follow us on Twitter at the UW Pod and Instagram at UW Podcast. Peace. Peace. Yeah, Peace. Baby. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. We really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.